Hello, it's Mike Fardy, your Dungeon Mom, and I'm here at the top of the episode. If you remember, last week we launched our Patreon. And even though our rewards don't launch until February 1st, I wanted to give a quick shout out and thank you to our first early bird patrons. Chelsea Dab Hilke, thank you so much. Michelle Scott, thank you. Kieran Dyke, thank you so much. You three really hopped on the train super early and we really appreciate that. And I hope soon you're joined by an army of other patrons. Your support and the support of all of our listeners is really gonna help us grow. But that's enough of me, back to the episode. Previously on Wonders and Blunders, then you see big wooden walls and Diglin makes her way around and in one area she knocks and an unseen doorway opens up and on the inside is like a small hunter's cabin. When you go inside, I think your eyes light up as there are just books <gasps> everywhere, like piles and piles of books, not organized in any sort of way. So I think as people start falling asleep, I'm getting an ever increasingly heavy pile of books in my arms. Ben puts garlic on the cat pile and shadows Balin quietly. What do, what do you guys think we should do? Well, we have large eel to hunt and eat. Underwater, right? Yes, that is where eels live. Does Jaren come out? The most I've seen is one of the young white dragons went in and then came back out. How do we get down there? Yeah, we, we, we swim. No, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> you can swim. I'm not swimming. I, you, the water is freezing. I'm not going anywhere near that water. I'm from the desert. There is no water. There's a there's an ocean, which I stay away from. <laughs> I'm not going underwater. No, don't, don't even smash cut to. <laughs> this does get me thinking, though. I'm not smash cutting. <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna let you solve it like that. Damn it! <laughs> I thought he tricked himself. <laughs> Sorry. This does get me thinking, though. Caro, uh, uh, Diglin mentioned a druid grove. Maybe we could talk to them, and, and they might have some some magic or, or advice, at the very least, of of how we could all be comfortable underwater, or at least you know breathe and, and mm-hmm. swim and. Mm-hmm. Look, maybe we don't even need to go underwater. Maybe we can just... Is there another way in? If this eel has not been out in long time, it is maybe hungry. It is maybe weak. There can't be much that live in Frozen Pond. You think you would like to act as bait and lure it to the surface? That was not my intention, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, maybe some bait would be good for catching eel. I've, I've been experimenting with, with, with a uh, particular spell for some time. I, I believe I should be capable of giving myself the abilities to uh, survive underwater. Um, so that makes three of us. I was going to send... My plan was to send a message to Kadgi and see if he could whip me up something. Oh, that's very clever. Yeah. Uh, He's been pretty helpful over the years. He's a fine gnome, isn't he? Yeah. There are also creatures that can do it that I believe live around this area. The pools to the north, there's a hot spring, and it seems like there are there's a strong elemental presence there. Hmm. If if anyone has any strong ties to elementals, there's a way to do it. And there's also the chained legionnaire, which uh, I think you would have read about last night, um, Valen is a storm giant legionnaire from the great giant conflict that was captured 
and uh, sort of frozen into the side of a mountain. I mean, a uh, hot bath of water sounds very nice. So you're, you're saying, Diglin, that we could convince these elemental elements <laughs> to, to cooperate with us? Or, or how do you envision that working? Well, uh, I just know that, you know, elementals, I believe there are water elementals over there. I don't know. They're made of water. They must know something about water. No. That was one of my plans was to go over there until I thought about... I mean, the thing about Cadgi is that we're going to have to gather the supplies and pay him. And potions like this don't come cheap. I think even with his discount, you're looking at about 200 gold a pop. We need to keep gold to make armor. Uh, (laughs) Um, I think we should see these elemental. And um, how... How do you propose that a, a frozen storm giant um, Wait, could be of help? Who said? Who, who, who said anything about, about uh, this? Uh, the chained legionnaire. Oh well, I, no. I mean, I think the elements are, are the elementals are a great idea, and, and we've got we've got the the druid grove as well. I think we've got plenty of options. There's no reason to to bother uh, uh, some, uh, you know, some. Uh, we, we we've got we've got options. What was was your thinking along? Those lines, Diglin. There's the, the druids, right? Or the elementals. You mentioned the elementals already. <laughs> I, did, I, well, I mentioned both. I mean, yeah, I, the, 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 the giant is in, in, like, captured. It's, oh, well, there you go. It's no use to us at all. He's in Can giant I inside jail. check Rowan? <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty like obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The man's terrified of giants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's uh, in the performance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, if he's already, yeah, that's no good to us. Uh, an elemental is on, on the move and, and can, uh, you know, be of much more help, you know, unless this giant's changing the, the lake and he isn't, right? Uh, no. Well, no, there you a, go. It's mountain, no yeah. good. Yeah, okay. Well, why, why did he curse you? He reaches out to people who pass reaches, by to give them, ooh. to try to send them into the lake. Uh, the, the key to his freedom, I think, is there. And would he have the means to uh, make passage into the lake possible? Like I haven't druid. spoken to him, but I have heard of travelers saying that he has offered to send them into the lake. Not Just bad. people don't want to do it because it's a terrible, terrifying place. Well, there you go. So that's no good. There we go. Rowan... <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to, to 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 get to you know a solution to a, to a problem, Valen. And so we should examine all possible solutions before we discard exactly. it. We, we can start with the druids, and then we'll go to the elementals. The druids then... are on the other side of the lake, correct? Well, yeah, uh, the, the, the druid druid grubs about a week. Yeah, let us go to hot bath. Um, yeah, okay. Elementals in the hot bath. Then we'll start there. That could be a, a reasonable first. We could we could try a couple of things. We could write to Kagi and find out if there's any anything we need to collect for him mm-hmm. um, for the potions, and maybe that's maybe that's an option we have. Um, Bido did steal an awful lot of doorknobs um, that look quite valuable. Yes, we we, we might have the resources to um, <laughs> procure a, 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 a few potions. Perhaps not enough for everyone, but. Um, every little bit might help. Yuri is sitting there with his arms crossed. He looks grumpy. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't have notice. to be our first option, Yuri. Um, it's just um, like we could we could we could collect the ingredients, and um, you know, if we don't need them, we can maybe sell them to him. Yeah, I have. All right, I'll lay it out for you. 
we have got in the pot 1200 gold Ooh, that's uh... takes like a piece of gold out of a bag and just starts like measuring it against her scales (laughs) (laughs) and he's like it has taken me a long time to accumulate that amount of gold I do not want to break even on this item when we find it so Mm. if you can find a way to make sure that if we go down there we're going to make whatever we spent on these potions back we can do it I'm just saying 200 a pop that's if we're all going to go is more money than I have. Could Sunken City be full of gold? Maybe. There's a very good chance of there being valuable items uh, in (laughs) an abandoned temple. If a dragon was interested in it, probably there's a bunch of gold down there, right? Something shiny. I'd imagine, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and, I mean, um, I I could go underwater for, for around two hours before I needed to come back up. Yeah, well, it Okay. You know, I would have to be, like, maybe a shark or something, mm. but... I can do one hour per spell slot. <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's a big... Well, I mean, yeah, and you're looking out. This is a huge lake. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder, then, if, if you guys could be our eyes and, and maybe sniff around uh, carefully, of course, and see if... I mean, like Star said, and if we could lure it out, you know, we wouldn't have to get in there at all. So if you guys could could be some eyes under there and, and see what the layout is and if that's even a possibility. All right. Let's go take a look at this lake. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, if we can get some Let's eyes on the lake. The enemy. You know, it's easy Just to plan for something. Scout, at least. Yeah. Dip a toe in. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's, um, it's about an hour's walk. I think Yuri leaves... Gertie and Brett uh, and the caravan back inside the walls. Gertie and Brett have sort of dug out a nice area of grass for them to eat. They seem pretty happy in their pen, so I guess just you folks head down. Diglin also stays, or or you see that Diglin's going to stay unless you want to try to convince her to come with you. I assume she's done her own scouting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you make your way down through the trees. Again, it's just these bleached, white, leafless trees on the way down, spaced out. Are they like uh, birch trees? Yeah, they're they're birchish. Uh, a lot of the branches on the bottom are have been sort of like rubbed off, probably by like elk and stuff like that. So the branches start to grow a fair bit above your head. Oh, so they're not dead or anything? They're, they're, they're just, not dead. Okay, no. it's no. just winter. Yeah, it's uh, winter. Picture like um uh oh god, this is a stupid reference. The Mortal Kombat movie when they're going through <laughs> when they fight uh, scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope everyone. It's a great does. scene. It's the only, yeah. I'll uh, find a YouTube clip and uh, put it on Twitter yeah, on Tuesday. Up. It's like that, except in the winter. Um, and uh, So just like proper rows or? Yeah, very proper rows. Um, hmm. Winston Orchard. Maybe, yeah. But it does look like they were probably planted like this hmm. at some point in time. And then they start to thin out as you get closer to the coastline of this lake. And the, the snow sort of extends on the coast out. You see some rocky outcroppings towards the edges and then just a solid white sheet of ice uh, ahead of you. And you it, it creates almost its own horizon. You can see mountains on the other side of it, but this, is, this would be quite a crossing uh, mm-hmm. to cross the lake in the middle. And you can see probably uh, it's, it's a really, really clear day today and you woke up 
in the early afternoon, so that the sun is sort of stretching out, uh, starting on its on its downward descent. And about a kilometer and a half out, you can see the only feature on this otherwise flat lake is the top uh, of a cathedral um, poking out through the ice. Uh, you can't really get good details from here, but uh, knowing that the location of the frozen church is out here, you can see that this is probably the part of it that's sticking out. Well, I guess we know where the city is. Mm, yeah. This is a big lake. We can start at center. Yeah, we could we could walk out. Um, I'm a little nervous about this. Yeah, you know, now that we see the, the scope of this project, uh, as much as I do think we need eyes underneath the ice, at least for a little while, I I don't want, because I'm assuming it's going to be Bree and, and you, Carrot. Even this is uh, bigger than Bree has expected. Yeah, and, and we know there's uh, something nasty down there. Now, whether or not it's hostile, I don't know, but we know it's there. Hmm. The good news is that it will big city means it is... Uh, harder for it to find us. Yeah. How big is the part that's sticking out? Uh, it looks like it goes up probably about 40 feet. Oh. Oh, wow. It's tough to say from this distance because it is still quite far away, but uh, it sticks out considerably. It looks pretty big. Well, we could go look at that first. Yeah, Star, I think that's a great idea. And how, how thick does the ice seem? Uh, like, can we see in, in clear spots, I guess, if we brush the snow aside, can we see through the ice to water. Um, so uh, up here at the shore, when you brush it aside, you can see there are like pockets that you can step through on the edges that do like crack and break. Hmm. But pretty quickly when you move out like four or five feet out from the shore, uh, it seems to be frozen completely down to the bottom. Oh, um, oh wow. When, when you're like four or five feet out. So it, it looks like there's about eight to ten feet of solid of ice. Solid ice. Yeah, Star, I, I think that's a good idea. I think maybe instead of sending just the, the two of you underwater, we, we have a look at what's above water. And and, and make, a, make a decision afterwards. It'll yeah. be quite a project, I think, to get through all this ice in order to get into the water. Um, we have a very good digger. Yes, but I was thinking it might be quite loud and sound travels really well underwater. Mm. Um, I think it would know where we enter the water if we have to do that. Well, we could uh, create hole and then not go down right away and then yeah, create another hole. So you have big ball of fire. I, I do have a big ball of fire that might be a little quieter. Okay, let's or, have a look at the church. Perhaps the staircase in church. <laughs> <laughs> and Bree just starts out across the ice. Okay. Yeah, I'll follow. Right, I'll follow. Yeah, as soon as I see him moving, Valen. Uh, yeah, you feel like kind of a tug at your robes, and Ben is looking up at you. What is it, Ben? What? What if? What if this eel hag has like ice magic, and and un unfreezes the ice and traps us out there? <laughs> that um, because it was it was swimming in that that magic ice cave in with the in Diglins story and that's how it got Lotharo right everyone went into the water and then it got them yes um it, it 
it's certainly a, a potential danger. Um, at this stage, we know very little. Um, and to act on such a lack of information, uh, I think, would be a mistake. Um, there's no sense in uh, dreading what we, we cannot know for certain will come to pass. We don't all necessarily have to have to go out and check. Some folks could stay here on the shore um, or go back to the cabin. Yeah, Ben is like, he's still on the shore. He's like, oh, noticeably nervous. Oh, come on, Ben. And he's, uh, Star's going to hold his hand out. The only risk is uh, risking too little. Oh, I like that. It's true, actually, because if you, if you think too much about all the things that can go wrong, you're going to be paralyzed with fear because there are so many other things that could go wrong. I mean, Diglin was talking about frigging dragons around here. I mean, we're out here. Yeah. There's absolutely no cover. They could see us from miles away from up y- on those Yuri. mountains. Um, Yuri. Dragons have incredible Yuri. eyesight. And sorry, sorry, Yuri. Vicious. All of us Yuri. are just mortal. Yuri, well, and I, uh, I don't think you're helping. Oh. All, all I'm saying is uh, best not to think about it and just charge forward. That's a lesson. You can write that down. I don't think that's... Are you feeling okay, uh, uh, Yuri cut me off before I could finish. The only <laughs> risk is risking too little or risking too much. <laughs> uh, so you have to risk the right amount. You can't risk nothing, but you can't risk everything. And look, you, I hate the water. Look where I am. <laughs> and like stars like standing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just like one foot out. Yeah. Like he's just like looks down and it's just like. <laughs> well, I mean, in the, what, what Diglin told us, what happened to her, her old crew, they all went into a place without really planning first. And they all, all like they all died. Um. Well, well, that's kind of why we're we're here right now is to look look around. Um, Could we not maybe go see the elementals or the giant first before we all? Well, we need, it doesn't seem like a very good idea. We need information well, about about the lake itself. Well, you know what? I actually I actually kind of agree with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing: is like if we go. And do find a way underwater, we are far more likely to continue to go down and find this thing. Whereas right now, we if we go underwater, we just die. So that's a that's a no-go for us right now. I think there is less temptation for us to go down currently than if we had the ability to go deeper. That, that just is, to play devil's advocate. That is true. But if we had an, some way to breathe water before we went out there, if we get trapped we could swim our way out whereas like right now we're we'd be stuck yeah that's a good point also i've made myself nervous by thinking about how easily dragons could see us once we were out on that. <laughs> <laughs> really sitting ducks absolutely no cover so very clear day Bree is currently a sitting duck conversation out let's go to uh, let's go to Rowan and Bree then Bree is also down in full crocodile form uh, with the cloak up very camouflaged. trying to blend in uh, oh cool best. do but, you uh, want to stealth I, I rolled a 10 uh, so. well, roll with advantage I did okay <laughs> <laughs> because of the white it is white still cloak. a very large furry monster moving yeah so. I'm not on all fours. I'm standing up, but I'm doing one of those things where I'm like gingerly kind of tapping with my toe and then slowly putting my weight on and being like, 
Yeah, okay. Next one. And then I kind of bring <laughs> this one leg out and do the same thing, kind of tap, slowly shift weight, no crack. All right. Sure. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, I'm not paying attention to what's happening behind me at all. Yeah. So I think there's um, there's a couple of inches of snow. Uh, it, it looks like a lot of this has been blown around. And even while you're out here, like, even the slightest breeze blows waves of snow across in front of you. Um, you can feel that sort of like rustling against your sides and you can really feel the wind out here. Mm. Um, there, it is a strange feeling. I think for a long time, you've had almost this shelter of mountains around you walking through the valleys and stuff out here. There is nothing. You're getting the full brunt of the sun at all times. You're getting the full brunt of the wind Bree, I think you would know, like, I think you're comfortable now because the weather's pretty good mm-hmm. but a storm out here would be bad news yeah, yeah, yeah get lost super fast yeah yeah um absolutely no landmarks uh, and you'd be at the full brunt of the elements yeah. uh but right now the the weather seems okay and i i think like when you're stepping out onto the ice here it is thick it like you're not feeling any sort of crack mm. a, as you're out here like if you brushed away a bit of the snow you would also see this ice is almost completely clear mm. Yeah, I guess the further we go out, the more confidence I get in my steps. Bree would be moving fairly full speed. Like, I'm not really worried about cracking and falling in through the ice, because I'll just be like, oh no, water. (laughs) Yeah, I'll swim out of here somehow. Yeah, and I'll I'll keep pace, but just slightly behind you, so if you Mm -hmm. make anything crack, I'll know, and I'll just kind of use you as my... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bree, well, when we get out there, if, if we find a way underneath this ice in that church, you know... I don't think we should use it right away. I think we should just kind of scope things out. It would be better to go with everybody. Uh, Brie would like to eat eel, but uh, Brie is not fool. It mm-hmm. is in its own nest. It is big lake. I can only assume even bigger eel than Diglin told us. Yeah, yeah, they grow, don't they? Yes. You know, when I was younger, my brother and I used to, used to catch eels down in, the, in this old brook that went through and you know, they just wiggle and wiggle and wiggle, and it just makes me think, imagine if that was 20 feet long. I know. The small ones are okay. You feel them go all the way down, but once they hit stomach, it mostly stopped moving. Is that so? Yeah, it's a good treat. Oh. You slurp them up. We've never... We didn't eat them. We just kind of... Oh, you were missing out. Yeah, it sure sounds like it, yeah. Come, come. We will eat eel. We will eat so much eel, you will be... Very sick. Not no. one to deal for a long time after. Yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, so the two of you start to come up on the... It, it's like, it, it is quite a long walk, but if, if you're... Um, so I, I think back on the shore, you would see them sort of getting farther and farther away <laughs> off into the distance. Okay, well, I'm going to go catch up. I suppose. I suppose they're they're committed. Um, and I'd rather know if I'm going to be going into the water, what I'm getting into. Benjamin... What do you say? Okay, if you guys think it's a good idea. If you'd rather stay, I'll stay with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and he like goes over and uh, brushes up a rock and sits down. He's like, oh, I could use a bit of journal time anyway. I'd also like to point out that this for this whole conversation... Oh, never mind. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be standing sideways on a tree trunk, but I realized I already, <laughs> I was, I realized I already said I was standing on the lake. So. Okay. Standing... <laughs> 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 yeah. Um so you you sort of double time I guess out, out to try to catch up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think uh Bree and Rowan you do reach the the church before they catch up. Okay. Um 
So yeah, looming up out of the water, 30 or 40 feet over your heads out here, you see it's probably another like 60 feet wide. Wow. Um, and it is the top of a cathedral. You can see uh, a snapped off and broken and frozen into the ice bell uh, on the inside. But it, it's probably only like an eight foot wall between you and where the bell is held. It seems like this was just a huge bell that would have rung out over uh, over this town mm. below. Is there um, any way into the bell tower? Yeah, you can step in uh, and walk around the mm-hmm. bell area. The ice is actually a bit lower, like below the ice level here, and not as much snow has gathered up on the inside, just sort of around the corners in here. You have a fair bit of room between the bell and the inside here, but it looks like there's just under the ice a platform uh, for standing on and probably like maintenance of the bell and ringing the bell. Uh, a, a real bell related room. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell uh, bell century? Can I tell the bells uh, are in the room? Can I tell who would have built this? You've got the archaeology thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mostly if it's elvish or not. Like that would be my forte. If it's not like I might this be able to guess at a elvish. dwarf or something. This oh, is definitely is. elvish, yeah. Oh. And this is from a period that you would recognize. A, a lot like the ruins that you like to explore in High Warden. Oh. Yeah, I'll I'll go quiet, quiet, and I'm just running my hands over any of the, any sort of uh, relief details or any of that kind of stuff. And um, as we're looking around, Bree would like to sniff around uh, and look for any kind of tracks um, to see whether or not there's been any other creature present in this area. Out here, you do see a couple of like uh, it, it looks like maybe a fox or something had been okay uh, had been moving around in here. Uh, you can make a survival check. That that's pretty apparent, but. Ooh. Six. Six? No, yeah. You see you see you do see a couple of fox tracks, and this looks like a good place if an animal got lost out here mm-hmm. that it might find this and seek shelter. But uh be, besides that, like you on the way out here saw no reason for anything to come out this way. Mm. And is there like a hatch um or a staircase that leads down from the bell tower? Uh, you can do an investigation. Bell centric platform. I'll do that investigation. Would you with uh, perhaps I can assist you? Sure. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think everyone else sort of catches up now. As you see, uh, Rowan and Bree moving snow is most of of what you have to do off of the because the ice is still fairly clear in here. Okay. And frozen just below the ice, uh, you, you'd say probably a foot of ice, like still a good chunk, but below that you can see a a trap door. Mm. Mm. Yeah, guys. Look, there's there's a trap door here. Now, do you think there's ice? Below it as well, or, or do you think it's just frozen on top? It would depend on how watertight it is. Uh, mm. Good find. Yes, um, those uh, these temples are often built watertight, you know. <laughs> um, that was a joke. That was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you can see the boards here have been, like, split and broken by, like, ice freezing up mm. through them and, and cracking them. They're not very well preserved yeah yeah if, if that's just sitting in the middle of a of a hunk of ice that's going to be useless to us but um if if this is just sort of frozen on top and then underneath is just kind of a slush then you know but maybe we can look around a little bit more it would be perhaps a, a good place to begin our investigation as to uh, methods of entry yeah now uh, again well, you know my brother and i if we wanted to to cut a hole through some ice I don't know if that would work here, but we there's a bunch of old uh, 
old pieces of metal and that we'd, we'd take from, from town and, and we'd kind of push them in and then we'd, we'd light a fire in the middle and the, and then the, the, the hot steel would, would carry the, the heat down and kind of slush it up. But now you ice this thick, I don't know. Uh, we do not get ice like this in Najakisi. Uh, it is too warm there for this. Yeah. I am out of my element. But above it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something. That's good. Uh, I suppose I could I could try the um the big fireball, but I don't, it doesn't last all that long. I don't mm. know how how long it would take. To- well, what if it, it, and there was is it just this bell tower that's sticking up out of the ice? Or? Yeah. Oh, I thought there was a. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah this is the only uh, and like when you're clearing out the if you cleared out the ice around this, it's so clear you can see the bell tower go down. Mm. Um, and you can see like the tops of a couple of buildings but like only the ornaments mm-hmm. on the tops of buildings like it, this this tower seems like it was quite a bit higher than the rest of the town mm-hmm. uh, and everything else the light doesn't pierce down far enough for you to see it I think we should come back another time oh, certainly yeah Um, we, you don't think you could burn a hole down just to the door I mean what's the heat output on a flaming sphere in uh, Kelvin <laughs> like ten. <laughs> what's the what's a high one? <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Kelvin. <laughs> I feel like ten Kelvin is like negative. It's, one. it's yeah, it's very Almost. cold. Then like a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Let's do some science. Yeah. Is it blue fire? If it's blue fire, it's ten. <laughs> What have we got to lose? Yeah, I mean... Other than our characters' lives. <laughs> dragons at any moment. Well, we're inside the bell tower now. Minimal cover from dragons. <laughs> <laughs> A whole I mean, bunch of tracks right across the, ice. the lake. Yeah. Because it means if we leave the lake and we're in danger, we then have to run a kilometer and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I think this is where we go down. I just don't think this is when we go down. Mm, I could oh. agree with that. And Bido's a good digger. Maybe he can just dig through. Yeah. As I mentioned, yes. Um, I don't know if there's anything else here to discover. Smash cut to the hot pool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if you if you're gonna leave and head back, is that your is that your plan there now? Yeah, you're going to try and burn through and see what's under I, that door. I guess all these cowards don't want to go swimming. I so. care will, care will try melting. Okay. For a bit, yeah. So the, the massive 10 Kelvin force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ten Seriously, I think I think zero Kelvin is like, is like it's absolute, absolute zero. zero. <laughs> the 100 Kelvin force. Mine is. Fireball. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it, when you Minus when you lay down this big ball of fire, it does immediately start to hiss, evaporating the ice out from under it. And it, it it's here is only about a foot, so it does burn. How how big? It's like a five foot, five feet diameter. Yeah, so that would be bigger than oh. the than the trap door. Mm-hmm. So it does burn right down to the trap door, and you can smell it start to singe the the wet wood once it gets there. Yeah, I think I'd I'd call it off. Yeah. So the yeah the ball poof <laughs> disappears <laughs> and, it, and it smells like a cloud. sauna in here. It does smell like a sauna. It's kind of nice. <laughs> mm. Is that sea? So now that we cedar? have a pool of water. Uh, well, it evaporated all the water. Oh, yeah. So it is. It's wet down there, but it's uh, but but you can get to the trap door. 
Uh, don't waggle those. Open the, the trap those door. Down. Okay, yeah. Um, so you to like another wall of ice. You pull. There is more ice under it. Damn. Um, <laughs> it's just a wall that says "fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a murrow on the other side just flipping you off. There's no murrow there. Uh, you yeah, you open it up. This also completely clear, but it's uh, pitch black. The uh, sun that's managing to shine through the bell tower does illuminate it a little bit and you can see there are like bubbles sort of like trapped Mm. in here um just floating against the upside of this and it looks like it's only another foot or so of ice it's not the the 10 foot this you would be worried about standing on well i think this is the point of egress of something other than us you think something else comes and, and leaves through this yeah that would explain why the ice was lower inside and and why there's just this little Little bubbly capsule here. It is much thinner. Even hag need to eat. Yeah, I don't imagine there's a whole lot of food in the lake frozen like this, this time of year at least, you, you know. Well, well, now that we know our, our way in, we can't see much down there right now. And, and frankly, I don't like the idea of sending just the two of you in there. So what if we go uh, those hot baths that uh, you're so excited about, Brie? What if we check them out? It's freezing out here. It's very dark down there. It's more of my concern. A hot bath sounds lovely right now. (laughs) Well, yes, it does. (laughs) But maybe those elementals, too, can can give us some some clues. And maybe this isn't something, maybe this particular, perhaps perhaps somebody can can learn um, some of the the magic we'd need to be much safer. Um, But it would take some time, I think, and more experience um but perhaps we could we could look into some of our other leads in the meantime oh that no i hadn't really thought of that that's true there's no reason we have to do this one next diglin's not with us right no diglin you left diglin yeah so from from what diglin said it sounds like he's keeping to himself so maybe this doesn't have to be as high on the priority list yeah Mm. lily is lily is bridget's problem well i don't know if we need to give up the the hunt altogether, but but maybe there's another element, uh, like you said, another lead that we can follow that's not necessarily quite so, so underwater. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. Why don't we find out what the water elementals uh, might be able to offer, and that will give us a better idea of mm-hmm. uh, how feasible this this plan of attack might be. Yeah, and from there we can decide whether we want to pursue this uh, line of investigation or uh, move on to something uh, else instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, keep this one in our back pocket. Let, let's do that. All right, uh, let's uh, go see how Ben and Yuri are faring. Okay, so you start to leave and head back towards their direction? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and mm-hmm. uh, so Ben and Yuri. Mm. Uh, Yuri's just sitting on the, and he's sort of, yeah, scribbling away in his book. Yeah, Ben's just got like his hands tucked into his coat, and uh, his nose is bright red, and his cheeks are, you know, rosy, uh, in stark contrast to his uh, pale skin. This, this feels really, real, really unsafe, Uncle Yuri. You're a real pouty Peter today. What's wrong with you? <sighs> well, like what Diglin told us, like all of her friends died. Well, yeah, but they saved some people too. I guess. I mean, somebody had to do it. Problems out here were, were so far away from major cities. Uh, there, there's not a big disposable force to come out and take care of these things. These are the types of places that evil things can really set in and dig their claws in. My mom my mom told me it was going to be really dangerous. Yeah. I mean, your mom 
was the type of person who, you know, she this is what she lived for. I mean, I, I used to be a lot like you, you know? I used to shy away from things that were a little bit out of my depth. But your, uh, your mum and your dad, they dove headfirst into stuff like that. I'm still alive. My dad's not. Well, no. But I don't think he would have changed anything about how he lived. I would. What would you change? If he wasn't always going off alone, he wouldn't have died. Maybe not. But we've got a big group. And who knows, if he'd gone off with somebody else, maybe they'd be gone too. Yeah, maybe. And like Ben wipes a frozen tear off of his cheek. And he kind of like hops off the rock and then sits down in the snow next to you. I miss him too. I mean, it had been quite a long time since I'd connected with with them. We stayed in touch, especially your dad. But, I mean, he saved me more times than I can count. And they saved a lot of people in their time. The two of them were really, they were something special. And they, they were even when they stopped, when they settled down and when they had you and when they, you know, built up their whole estate. How did you guys meet? Mom never told me. Well, hmm. You might have a hard time believing this, but a playing card found me. <laughs> a, like a, like from a deck of cards? Yeah. If <laughs> I was asleep. And then it was, uh, when I woke up, it was in my room and it was just sort of floating over my bed and it said, Yuri Ditch Digger, I have a quest for you. And I was like, what? That doesn't make, and then I thought I was dreaming. So I shook myself and I wasn't dreaming. And uh, Was it a big, was it just a normal size card? Just a regular size card, yeah. Well, then what happened? Uh, well, it told me where to go. It led me to a, uh, it led me to a teleportation circle. And I went into the circle, and then it led me on a series of adventures. And then eventually I found your mom and dad, and they were fighting a big troll. And uh, I came in and gave him a hand. I mean, I didn't really help that much, but <laughs> I did get punched in the face by a troll a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> they seemed appreciative of that, and uh, the card told me that I should stick with them and give them a hand for as long as I could and I did I don't feel like I made a big difference in their lives honestly but they I did make some good friends and it seems like maybe all of that was leading up to this I hadn't seen them in quite a long time and they gave me a call and maybe this was the reason I met them in the first place was to find you and watch over you until you know we figure out what's going on destiny could be a destiny thing I didn't believe much in Destiny, but then a playing card came and, <laughs> you know, changed my entire life. So. <laughs> living pretty comfortably until that happened. Do you still see the card? No, I've never seen the card since, honestly. I'm waiting for it to come back. I kind of thought maybe it would pop up again after your mom contacted me about all this stuff, but uh, no, it's still waiting. I think I've got to start getting better with my magic, and then I can, I can protect... I can protect us better. I think you're doing a great job already. I mean, Hoom is doing a lot of it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still you. It's not. It's not me. He's not. Part of it's you. He's using your, your body. I mean, all that magic's in there somewhere, and he just kind of, like, shakes you. He's like, get out of there, magic! Get out of there! He starts, like, shaking you around. <laughs> yeah, and Ben finally, like, cracks a smile. And he's like, stop. stop. There you go. See? You know, big stupid owl thing. We're going to figure out a way to like exercise him from you. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's what I'm supposed to do, but I'm sick of him, honestly. 
I'm sick of him too. Yeah, we're going to figure that out. We're going to get him out of there. Stupid gods and their stupid taking kids. So irresponsible. Why couldn't they take like a big jacked guy or something? Someone who's already on the path to destiny, you know? You had a whole life ahead of you. You had to stick a friggin' owl in you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, um, it's like what the, um, the hags are doing. They're taking kids and putting animals in them, giving them magic powers. Yeah. That they don't want. Bridget turned out all right, so that, you know. Guess. I don't really want to end up like Diglin, but I'm willing to be a Diglin-esque figure for you. <laughs> <laughs> you already you already sound like her. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we sound anything alike. I think you do. We have a Mox the Rain accent. Yeah, the- it's the same. You sound you definitely sound a lot alike. Are we gonna go to Mox Terrain? Uh, I, I hope so at some point. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think we will. The explorers get. Oh, look, there's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, stop talking about secrets. They can't know any of this. <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we yeah, found you, church. <laughs> <laughs> you all walk up, and, and Yuri says, "Yeah, I, I, I do think we're gonna go to Mox Terrain at some point. Uh, I'd like to see." My old house. Uh, see how the hubby's doing. And, I mean, the Explorer's Guild has got a big headquarters there, so if we're going to sell anything major, once we get this item, that's where I'm going to go, sell it there and cash in. How'd it look out there? Uh, Cold. Frozen. Scary. Yeah, yeah it's pretty solid. Wet. <laughs> All right. No surprises there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure exactly w- what sunken. <laughs> we did find that uh, it may be slightly easier to um, enter the sunken city through through the bell tower. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like a looked like a hole that uh, was used before. The ice is significantly thinner there, and uh, it just has signs of, of use. Not maybe not within the last day or so, but but use. Okay. We, we think that perhaps we should um, visit those uh, water elementals and uh, those uh, steam baths. Ooh, that sounds great. Go uh, for a soak. Yes. Uh, and then, yes, um, find out what they might know or might be able to help us with and see if it makes this a reasonable next course of action. Uh, I, I, I think um, not that great at, at, um, at spells so far, but... Um, Eventually, I might be able to to cast some things that would let us breathe underwater. Um, but I really don't have enough experience, and my my ability to channel isn't isn't quite that big yet. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean that that sounds like about half the problem. The other half being that it is a freezing, frozen lake. I would be worried about limbs and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot water seems like. Good idea. Hmm. It, uh, at least we can sit and think. Yeah, it'd be nice to feel my toes again. So All right. We'll, we'll talk to these water elementals and, and see if they've got any advice for us. And if we're no better off, then, then uh, you know, maybe we can do one of our other leads, like Kara mentioned before, too. So we've got options. So you start making your way up. It's it's another, uh, another probably an hour or so to get up. Uh, to that area, so you're, uh, yeah, sort of trudging, just staying along the edge of the, the lake, probably. Mm-hmm. As you go, make a perception check. Everyone can make a perception check. Everybody, make a perception check. Rowan, 
Critical fail. <laughs> Critical fail. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I, I rolled low as well. Oh, wow. I got a 16. Oh, that's 16. not so bad. Um, sorry. A 14. 16. Uh, 21. 21? Okay. So oh, 21 and your passive would take precedent here. So yeah. 21 and 24. Um, yes. Why do we roll? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I, w- I want you I all, everyone else to be able to see something. But I, I guess Rowan and Ben would, would be the ones who actually notice this. Um, up on, uh, as you're walking in this direction, um, the mountains start to pick up a, a fair bit in the distance. More of these white trees are between you and them. But uh, towards the top of one of those uh, shorter mountains, uh, Rowan you see, and Ben, you see what looks like a an avalanche start um, mm. and you can actually hear it a little bit like rumbling in the distance a fair bit after you see the movement start you hear like a rumbling it's very far away like this uh, doesn't look like it would affect you it's sort of falling down the western side of this mountain but as you look through the snow that's sort of exploding up in these areas you see a huge figure like a humanoid figure but massive absolutely massive making its way out of the side of this mountain uh and as the ice sort of pours down it's holding on to the side of the mountain and sort of sliding down the side of it and you see it slide down out of view into the mountains as this as all of this ice starts to like explode around didn't it. didn't have big old wings or anything no it didn't have wings it, it so looks um, huge humanoid figure. like like a really giant bigger than a giant for sure Whoa. Bigger than a giant? yeah much bigger uh, to be able to see it from this distance uh, it is it much bigger than a giant. Did did you see that, Uncle Rowan? Oh, you mean that enormous? Well, I. Uh, what what did you see? Um, the side of the mountain up there, and Ben points towards the side of that mountain slid away, and there was. A, it looked like a giant slid slid there down past the, the trees over there you know maybe that's a that's a that's a long ways away you know maybe maybe our eyes are just playing tricks on us with the snow and, and the way light can hit all that snow in the air you, you, you know maybe it's uh i don't i don't i know what i saw yeah yeah maybe we, we shouldn't head there yet how far off is that? Far, very yeah. far. Uh, like the mountain, the mountains themselves on the on the map. There, you can see like how you're going right up to that bridge, and then in those mountains, even farther beyond. Oh, you know, I, I don't, I don't like giants. Uh, but I, that, I mean, that that was that was that was far off, right? I mean, that I, gives you an idea of the the size of it, though, mm. um, to be able to see it from that distance. Like it's a really clear day, but that is huge. Diglin. Well, Tiglin said there was kinds of things in the mountains. Yeah, we don't, I mean, we're not heading that way, right? We're just going to these Do I know of anything that's bigger than a giant and still humanoid? Make a history check. I cannot roll today. Uh, That is going to be a 12. 12? There are are a lot of things that would be bigger than giants. You don't know anything that would meet this description, though. Yeah. Hmm. That is troubling. Uh, let's, uh, hope that it steers clear of us and we can steer clear of it. Well, you, you know, one thing is we'll, we'll see it coming miles away, so that's... <laughs> that's a very good point, Rowan. 
Yeah, it doesn't look like something like that's going to sneak up on you. Let us, uh, let's not worry about it today. Yeah, I've got my, my hand on Ben's shoulder, but it's it's like a little too tight on your shoulder. It's like... <laughs> not reassuring. Kind of gripping. Yeah. <laughs> we would not be of interest to it. Uh, think of us. We do not care about ants. We do not go hunting and eating ants normally. Uh, this thing, it probably will not bother us if it makes I, its way to us. I, I used to play with ants in, um, in the backyard of our house. I used to... I used to make like little little rivers for them and stuff, and I got I, I, I got bored and I smashed the hill. It is very mean of you, Benjamin. I felt bad. Well, good. Besides, <laughs> they were not doing anything wrong to you. No, but sometimes big things do mess with little things. <laughs> this is very true. Yeah, I wonder if they think we're as creepy as we think ants are. <laughs> I think ants are pretty creepy. All those legs. <laughs> start, like, there's like a... Starts to make his way into like a, uh, a sort of mist that's uh, drifting over the ground now. And every once in a while as the wind blows in this direction, you get a warm breeze over your face. Mm, that's pleasant. Uh, and as you make your way a little bit forward, um, the steam around this area, uh, I think you notice like swirls up in strange ways around you as you walk past. And... Ahead of you, you almost see this steam forming like a humanoid shape and running away from you deeper into this fog. Hmm. Uh, and then the fog sort of breaks in front of you and you start to see big craters of hot water uh, sort of bubbling up in this area. You get a bit of a smell of sulfur and the edge of the lake around here. I think, Bree, if you're like walking out on the water, starts to crack a little bit under your feet and you see ahead of you some of the lake has actually melted away in this section and the hot water that pours down when it hits this colder water sort of creates these buffets of steam that make their way in this area but as you walk in like you feel the feeling start to come back to your face your cheeks get rosy the mm -hmm. ice in your hair starts to melt away um, and it's like a, a really wonderful warm feeling not like a dry heat from a fire but just like a, a temperate I think Bree immediately, like, upon reaching one of these craters, would just, like, <laughs> unclasp the cloak, drop her one bag, and just slide right in. Yeah, yeah. So you just feel like, I don't know what happens. What does it feel like when a bull-blooded creature does this? Uh, <laughs> uh, probably pretty nice. I mean, I imagine that uh, a lot of the scales on my body have kind of, like, frozen, locked together. So, you know, Bree has been walking very, very stiffly, stiffly and, you know... Uh, the muscles have kind of locked up all around her body, um, but then, you know, relax and, and uh, she seems uh, significantly more like dexterous. And I, I think I don't think anybody in the group would have seen her move with the same kind of grace in this water that she normally does on land, especially in a frozen climate. Hmm. So I think, Bree, you go that this this pool is about 20 feet wide, um, like quite a big pool, and you're able to sort of slip down. You feel it's not super deep but that water is bubbling up through smaller holes uh, below the below the ground. Um, and the steam in this area, as Bree slips in, um, you see the steam again sort of like dance aside um, and then swirl off and rejoin with the other, with the rest of the steam. It smells like Uncle Ziri's farts. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine aren't these comforting. And then he like throws his, uh, his cloak off and just like strips down and jumps into the water as well. And he just like, 
Oh, oh, this is beautiful. This, oh, it's wonderful. Everybody should get in right now. This was a wonderful idea. And yeah, <laughs> start like, taking off the spider cloak and the, the jacket and fold them all up very neatly and tidily into a pile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, gingerly step into one of the pools. Changing seems like a hassle. I think I'm going to be an otter instead. (laughs) (laughs) Do you go to otter mode? Mm -hmm. I'll take off my boots first and kind of sit on the edge and put my feet in first. Yeah. Before I undress. And I'm just kind of keeping an eye out for because I saw that humanoid figure kind of run away. So I'm just sort of not on high alert, but just keeping an eye out while I've got my feet soaking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is there anywhere to sit down nearby? Like any rocks or logs? Yeah, so a lot of the snow in this area has drifted away, and you can actually see there's, like, sort of yellow grass growing in these areas. It's all very wet, uh, but there are some, like, wet rocks around the area that you could sit on. All right. Star puts his, folds his cloak on one of the rocks and just to cover up from the wet and just sits down on it. Okay. Yeah, Ben crosses his arms and looks, like, uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ben sits with uh, Star. I think anybody in the water would just occasionally feel something brush up against them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so this uh, this otter and crocodile are swimming around in the water. Yuri and Valen are fully submerged in the in the water. And yeah, uh, Yuri just full hot tub, like uncle in the hot tub, got his belly resting above the water with his yeah. arms <laughs> cast back on the sides, looking comfortable. He's got a beer from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I think you see Valen start to like his eyes start to droop a little bit and like start to like almost maybe start to doze. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, I guess all the all the feeling starts to come back to your fingers and hands and stuff like that and uh, you, you get like a nice warm sensation in this area. Mm. Uh, the longer we're there if there's no other signs of trouble, like my, my butt's kind of wet from sitting on the thing so uh, if we're there for like a half hour or something and, and no other signs of people then I'll, I'll get up and, and start to like take off my armor and stuff yeah uh, so you like slide down into the pool as well yeah and, and it yeah. doesn't seem like anything you you do like every once in a while your head kind of jerks to the side and you do see this this steam like it doesn't at, at first it seemed to be like dancing and playing sort of in front of you and now it has calmed down to the point where every once in a while it just seems like someone is walking by, yeah, okay. but then it's just absorbed back into the steam. I'll, uh, as I'm settling in, my eyes are kind of closing and I'm not paying much attention. I'll be like, oh, well, th- thanks. Uh, if anyone's around, you know, thanks for, for letting us use your, oh, your, <laughs> your, oh, oh, and I'll just kind of like sink down. So it's like right up to my bottom lip in the water. <laughs> <laughs> so all the people sort of like dozing off in the water. I think Ben falls fully asleep. Next to Star. Okay. So, Star, I think you're the only one who's, like, really awake. Just I'm, kind of, like, grumpily sitting there. I'd be awake. He's, I'd be in very, like, play mode, if anything. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Bree is very excited to be in the water. And Crocodile and otter play. Yeah. <laughs> play together. So, uh, so Star, you see Bree, like, um, like, dipping in and out of the water, like, sort of, like, swirling around in the center, like, creating this little whirlpool in the middle. Um, and then... Like, bubbles and steam start to come out of that whirlpool, like, a little more aggressively than before. And while everyone dozes, (laughs) you see a, uh, like, a little tornado of water start to make its way up out. And, Bria, I think, like, as you're swimming around it, you notice this as well. This, like, little, uh, yeah, like, this little water spout starting to, like, form up out of the center of the water. Okay, kind of come up at least to the surface then, just like, you know, the crocodile half snout sticking out. And then from that, you see, like, almost like blue fabric form its way out of the water 
uh, and start like flapping around in a circle. Uh, and then pretty quickly, this like big steam cloud comes up. And then from the center of the steam cloud, you see this big, looks sort of froggish creature, like a sort of froggish face with big pointed ears, uh, spines coming down off the top of its head, down its back, wearing these blue robes that spin off with spin off with the water on all sides. Um, these green sort of webbed hands uh, and like these big full blue lips. And it pops out and is kind of like looking around contentedly at everyone and says like, I'm glad you're enjoying yourselves. Uh, and you all hear that. Okay. Uh, Star's hand goes to his dagger and he prepares an action. Okay. <laughs> Hello there. Mm, hello. Um, um, thank you. Um, are, are these your s- springs? Yeah, well, I wouldn't call them mine, but home for now. Uh, well, uh, they're very, very pleasant. Uh, uh, thank you for, for sharing them uh, with us. Um, uh, my name is uh, Valendarius Iron Rutherford the Fourth, and these are my traveling companions. Uh, uh, very nice to meet you. And you as well. And Bree lets out just like a... Um, a breath of bubbles underneath the water that kind of come up and pop um, that I'm assuming nobody in the group but me understands. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can speak primordial. Primordial? Yeah. Oh. Nice. That's why I was really excited to meet an elemental. Nice. What do you say? Um, Fuck you. I think uh, uh, <laughs> this is uh, we appreciate the hot water. It has been a long time kind of like perks up at this and looks down and uh, you just hear like the sound of a like water jet sort of going off uh, and you hear back in Primordial. Oh, what a surprise, the old tongues. I do not get to speak this often. It has been many, many, many moons and seasons since I have met one of your kind. Mm, mm. Yes, where, where, where do you hail from? Uh, and... I, I, I say, uh, this is confusing trying to speak Draconic in, in <laughs> <laughs> trying to speak Draconic in Primordial. Uh, I say Ajakisi. Uh, it is known as uh, the Wilds. Mm, yes, uh, the, of Lurk, the Wild Mother's domain. Mm, yes, uh, I know this one. Uh, mm. It is uh, a long place time I have traveled. Yes, far, far from you said, and he switches back to comment and says, Rutherford, you said. Yes. Of, uh, of Prolia. <laughs> that, that is correct. You're, you're familiar with uh, my, uh, my family. Yes, many, many of you far from home, far from home. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know what brings you to my spring. Well, in, in <laughs> fact, um, we were looking to in, in investigate the, uh, the uh, frozen church. Hmm. And um, we we had heard of your your presence here, and thought that you might um, be of some assistance, or you you may be able to offer some guidance as to how uh, those such as us, uh, unskilled and untalented as we are in in uh, navigating the waters, uh, may um, do so successfully. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, guidance advice. I see. Ha. Well, uh, best advice I can give you is steer clear of the frozen church. Well, do you do you know much of what's going on down that way? Is it not a? Is it not safe? No, not safe. No, 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 not safe. 
Uh, all, all manner of things have taken place in the ruined city. Uh, below, uh, changes hands quite often. None, none of its uh, leaders are people you want to tangle with or communicate with. Uh, best to save your breath. <laughs> right, right. What, what, what kind of... I mean, you've got my curiosity now. What, what kind of creatures are down there? Ugh, now is the... What does he call himself? The sunken prince down there with his monstrosity. Oh, that would be Darren. And has he caused you any trouble? Uh, no. I, I don't call that place home too cold for me. I prefer the, the pools here. I make my way home uh, a little more comfortable up here. The... Any, anyone heading down there, I'm sure, would not have a good time hmm. with him and his ilk. Yeah, you see? It, We've uh, learned exactly what we want to learn. Let's uh, head back. His, his ilk? <laughs> yes, uh, uh, gathering worshippers. Looking at him on his sunken throne and uh, calling the city his own his birthright or, or some foolishness is that. Oh. We require the... Uh, the use of his creature it will be needed to feed our caravan. <laughs> <laughs> well, industrious you are. I suppose hardy folk to have made it this far. Mm, well, uh, I can say that there are ways below from from here. Even you could you could swim quite a distance, but uh, could be done. Ooh, what kind of what kind of creatures is has this? Prince been been gathering to himself. Oh, then he kind of like at this point is like this little tornado that's sort of holding him up above the water starts to sink back down, and then he makes his way over and puts his arms back next to Yuri, and the two of them <laughs> just like like Yuri looks over and kind of puffs his gut out and <laughs> just looks down at him, and then puffs its gut out, and it's just got this. It inflates like a frog's throat, <laughs> sort of outward, and its shirt gets pulled up, and you see this purple gem sort of engraved in where its belly button would be. Uh, and it, yeah, lets out this big sigh, just <laughs> all sorts of terrible creatures. Uh, the the murrow, the, uh, the connections all through this lake to the larger bodies of water around, under the mountains, all sorts of things wash up inside of it. Hmm. Un- under the mountains. Hmm. I guess I, 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 I suppose we guessed that. I think there's a, a gentle snore and a little murmur. Mm-hmm. You notice that Ben is still fully asleep. He's like, oh, adorable. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you uh, do you venture further into the mountains at all? Are there? Do you go those waterways? No, I I prefer here. This is uh, me and my uh, friends. And he like motions up and says, "It's okay, it's okay. Come out." And he says this in primordial. Um, so all, all of you just hear like like large bubbles reaching the surface of a of a big body of water, and then some of the other spouts um, start to overflow, and then out through them you see these uh, big, just like it's just the water itself comes to life and starts to move up, and you see a couple of water elementals start to make their way around curiously around the edges of the pool. Oh well, this, oh, this is, is fascinating. This is just wonderful. Bria is kind of like splashing about um, excitedly. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's an honor to meet your your kind. Um, uh, so many of us are, are rarely afforded the opportunity. I don't have people who are willing to sit and have a conversation. So many hmm. moving through these mountains have such a clear path in mind. 
Uh, I don't care to talk to those who don't have a moment to spend on themselves, you know. Hmm. You know in, in Highwarden, we, we'd sometimes chat with you, but it's the opposite problem for us. Uh, a lot of times the elementals don't want to spend much time talking to us. Mm, elementals, not chatty, not chatty types. Mm. They uh, don't really talk to me either. <laughs> but company doesn't always have to be conversation. Mm. They do know how to relax. <laughs> yeah, they're not telementals. <laughs> Ooh, go back to bed, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Stay asleep. <laughs> Mumbles upon this. Have you... Uh, gotten word of, of much trouble in the area besides the lake? Oh, I stay to myself. Uh, oh, again, not many stay to, to chat with me. We, uh, I, I prefer to stay here. Uh, not too many options <laughs> uh, for me besides this. If we were to travel to lake, uh, my companions do not swim as well as I. Mm. Uh, we thought maybe uh, your blessings or help. You may have ideas on how to uh, at least us. Oh, oh, yes, the travelers come seeking a boon. Oh. Well, and is there anything we might offer you in return? Mm, of course. Mm. Through this area, you're continuing to travel, are you? Mm? Yeah, we're on, we're on the move. The yellow exclamation point slowly forming <laughs> above his head. <laughs> um, uh, on, on your way, uh, potentially, to mocks the rain, I assume. Our travels are likely to bring us there eventually, yes. Mm-hmm. Perhaps not with much urgency, should that be an issue for you. Mm. No, no. Uh, but yeah, as long as you were going to go there, there is something you could bring with you for me. Well, we, we seem to be good at that. Mm-hmm. Yes, then and he uh, like reaches in, he's got this like bag along his side, and he reaches in and you see like his arm go in and then deeper and then just... <laughs> And he pulls out a big uh, sort of conch shell. And he just, uh, I guess, hands it to you, Bree. Yeah. And says, just uh, take this to Mox Lorraine. It's been some time since I've been there. I get curious as to how things are going. Just bring it within the city itself. It'll find its way to where the important gossip is. This is not a problem. Uh, I do not think. And I hold the conch shell up to my ear. Hmm. Do I hear the ocean? You get snipped Ooh. by a little claw. <laughs> <laughs> Bree makes that same noise. <laughs> and uh, says, yes, 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 my, my little friend there, will, uh, I can communicate through him, so I'm uh, just interested in knowing what's happening. Yeah, it's in there with a little pout on its face. <laughs> what does he sad. eat? Uh, oh, no need to worry about that. He takes care of himself. Very good. Not so... of uh, flesh and blood as a standard uh, crab of his type. Oh, and we'll just let it loose in the city. We we don't need to worry about water or, or anything. No, like no, 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 no. Just uh, through through the walls, lay it down. Just anywhere, toss him. He'll he'll be fine. Oh well, I mean that seems like a fair bargain to me. Hmm. Agree. And yes. we're happy to do it. Oh, what what is it that you want from me then, in return? Well, uh, ideally, a way for all of us to. Uh, to be able to navigate underwater for, for some time uh, in a way that's uh, safe. I mean, barring, of course, uh, external creatures, but, but you know, just a way, way to be underwater and not drown. Or freeze. Or okay. freeze. Thank you, Kara. Dar and Valen, you can... Do you, do you already know what this is? You seem like you know what it is. 
I know. You do? Valen has a reasonable I chance feel like of Valen, knowing. I feel like Valen and Star have a reasonable chance of knowing what this is. <laughs> so you would know that it has some pretty good wish-granting powers. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, like, I, we I don't play Star, with the W word. <laughs> it's not wish, but it, they they do um, they they do trades and that type of thing for mm-hmm. boons and such. Uh, so, I, I think Star and Valen, you would know that they, you can you can ask fairly highly of this of this creature and expect that it might mm. be able to. Uh, yes. Um, um. Do Do you think it might be w- within your power to uh, grant? Uh, my companions and I, the the ability to to breathe and, and survive cold water for perhaps, you know, um, a, a day or so. Yes. Oh. And, and you would be willing to do so? Mm, if, we, if we were to, to enter an agreement to, that this conch make it to mox the rain, then uh, yes, I would do that. Fair enough. I, I, this this deal seems like a, a a good deal, but um, it sounds like it's not just Jaren under there. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not ready, um, for that right now. I don't know that you ever will be, to be honest. But if it is what you're looking for, I can grant you a gift of uh, uh, the the gift of the steam, and the steam will assist you, keep you warm, keep you uh, able to breathe. Would we be able to kind of hold on to it and, and sort of trigger it when, when we are ready? Is that a possibility? Yes, if you, uh, I can grant you my my boon, and you may choose when to call it in, just speak into the shell. This seems like a fine deal. That, that sounds lovely. A deal, then, a deal. And he, like, whips his hand up in the air and, like, starts twiddling his fingers, and you see his hand start to glow, and he holds it out in the center, and... He says, we'll uh, shake on it then. Yeah. I'll shake on it. I don't know any better. Yeah, okay. So you <laughs> grab the hand. Um, you feel uh, your skin, like, up against theirs, uh, a, like, very hot feeling. And when you pull your hand away, uh, you can see, like, a little rune hmm. in your hand that slowly fades back into your scales. Cool. Uh, and you he says, just seven a little days. thing to make sure that I uh, can keep track of where you are to make sure that you're going to fulfill this. Because <laughs> if you didn't, that would be an issue for me. And then eventually for you. Uh, of course. Um, Just drop the shell anywhere in Mox the Rain? That's all. Okay. An easy ask, I think. What is his name? As Bree is like looking into the shell at the little crab monster. Um, yeah, so you... Um, uh, <laughs> makes the sound of... Um, like water being forced up between two rocks close together. <laughs> He's oh. very beautiful. Hmm. You can call him Pinchy, I guess. It's going to say Pinchy. And, uh, <laughs> pinchy. Uh, and when we let uh, little Pinchy loose in the in the city, Pinchy's not going to hurt anybody, I assume. Oh, he might. I mean, he might pinch someone. He's very pinchy. <laughs> right. I mean, that's not going to sever an arm or, or leg or anything. No, unless they had a very small and brittle arm or leg. <laughs> well, <laughs> Again, I will not make any guarantees for Pinchy. Pinchy is his own entity, and he will do as he pleases. But ah, that sounds reasonable to me. One of the things he will do is uh, let me know what's going on there. It's been, yes, <laughs> quite some time. Well, this seems like a happy day. Right. You, you don't mind if we 
continue lounging for a bit. Uh, of course not. I- I'd be happy to um, uh, catch you up on uh, the latest gossip from Prolia. Mm, well, that's, uh, that sounds wonderful. Exactly what I'd like to hear. And he, uh, yeah, sort of like leans back again. And a lot of the water men- elementals now like pour down into the geyser that you're sitting in. And the water around you actually starts to spin up. Uh, and you get lifted up out of the crater uh, and forms this much larger warm pool that like oh. spills down. Uh, I think, Star, you have to like dive out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kara dives out of the way as well because she had to I also grab into in. Kara <laughs> to chat with everybody at once. Oh, okay. So she's like, she's hustling. Oh, so I, I don't have to, uh, <laughs> I don't have to edit all that talking you do? No, you don't. Perfect. Uh, ben was asleep next to where Star was. Gets so. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Star grabs Ben and, and takes him with him. Oh, you grab him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you. Even if he wakes up. Say <laughs> 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 so the two of you, yeah, jump out of the way as this, this water um, like cascades down in a waterfall off of this pool and then moves into a uh, sort of tornado that moves back up, suspending it above the. Exhilarating. Wow. Horrible. <laughs> Star. I'm going to go find something to eat. And then he's just going to, Star's going to wander off. Like, are there any woods nearby where he could maybe do like a little hunt or something? Yeah, yeah. So there is a, there's a bridge that moves over the river um, and the river that feeds down into this, the steam has cleared away the ice. So it is a flowing river. Uh, and when you oh, okay. make your way up along that river, it starts to lead back into the trees. Okay. Yeah. He's going to look around for something to eat. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm Benjamin. Ben says to the water elemental. To the elementals? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're floating around, right? Like, they have yeah, now formed into this sort of tornado pool. They are the pool. Oh. Yeah. What ha- what happened? <laughs> <laughs> um and the Tell the, me everything. <laughs> <laughs> the creature up in the pool like le- hears you talking and like leans back down over the side and says, Robert, awake are we? And then um water comes down and wraps itself around your waist mm. and just dunks you <laughs> fully clothed. Yeah. Fully clothed. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I could have taken this off. I'll help you dry it out later. <laughs> I feel like all of our stuff that was on the shore is oh, that's now in the pool so, anyway. Yeah, yeah it doesn't so, matter. So, yeah. Yeah. Dumb fools. Your spellular book. Our books are fine, right? Mm. They're magic. Yeah, they're magic. I feel like magic paper has to be waterproof. Right, right? it's got yeah. There's waterproof paper in real life. Yeah. <laughs> it's all laminated, which is magic. Yeah, the magic is a laminating mag- machine. <laughs> <laughs> magic paper is laminated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And magic, magic ink, ink is, is a white marker. <laughs> Hello, it's Mike Friday, your Dungeon Mom. Again, I was at the beginning of the episode, and now I'm at the end of the episode. You thought you were rid of me, but you weren't. You should have killed me when you had the chance. But I already did some talking off the top, and I value your time, so I'm going to do this real quick. Go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash wonderandblunder. I'm going to talk real quick about the first two tiers of our system, the $1 and $2 levels. The $1 level of Blunderer gets you an audio thank you at the top of our episodes, like you heard at the top of this episode. And the $2 Wanderer tier, you get that shout out, and you also get access to a, a patron-only channel on our Discord. 
So check out the Wonders and Blunders Discord as well. You can also, as usual, find us at Wonder and Blunder on social media. And please continue to share the show around to whoever you think might be interested in listening, and then one person who you think would definitely not be interested, just to see if you can mix up their life a little bit. But that's all for me. Keep being the best. We love you very much, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye! <laughs>